This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Gosh, what a fun week it was. What a week. What a great weekend uh, when we found out that Ted Cruz uh, essentially endorsed Donald Trump when, you know, he was pretty much not going to. And uh, I thought that was a pretty cool thing. And then he did. <laughs> he did. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? That's when a guy can change his mind, you know, he's not stuck in. And in cement, he will move oh, if he, he needs to. And he never said that he would never. Uh, no, he, he didn't. never, never Trump. He didn't right? say that. Um, so I mean, he, he did say vote your conscience, and then he said it's a binary decision. Well, which is it, Ted? <laughs> I guess it's a binary decision, right? So uh, apparently, yes. I, um, I tell you, nothing pissed me off more than him saying it was a binary decision. It's so you know why I, I don't want to hear that from him. I, I, and, and this is separate from, I guess, the actual facts of the matter. But it's like. It's so beneath him. Yes, head freaking Cruz. Yes, you think in front of the Supreme Do Court? Do not Don't give me the give me the Trumpanista uh, excuse. It's a binary. Dis- yeah, shut up. I can get that from Katrina Pearson. Yes, Ted. I, I don't please. need to get it from you. Yes, I mean, uh, you know, look, I. And, the, uh, and it's such a, I keep making this point, and and I, I know everyone just says, oh, "Wow, yeah, Trump is not David Duke." My point is, <clears throat> David Duke would be better on taxes than Hillary Clinton. Would you vote for David Duke? And everyone goes, you can't compare Trump and David Duke. I'm not. Yes, you I'm can, just saying you can, you can compare right. the binary decision. Right. The point is, is they're always just either or. Right. If, the, if you're going to say no. it's a binary choice, because it's possible here. We have a real world situation going on right now where this is possible. David Duke is running for Senate. If he wins uh, the primary and a Democrat is the other side of the primary, are you going to say to me it's a binary choice? We've got to vote for David Duke. If that's you, fine. But I'm never going to agree with you. Now, if you want to say, look, there is a line that we can't cross, uh, which would make it not a binary choice for us. However, Trump is on the right side of that line. That's a respectable argument. I just don't agree with but it. But it's your argument. It's, it's not, not ours. Mine. You know, you can't come to me and say, well, you have to vote for one of those. Screw you. You don't. There's plenty of that. We got mm-hmm. Evan McMullen on the ballot. We got uh, Daryl Castle mm-hmm. on the ballot. You got Gary Johnson on the ballot. One of the, and you know what? You also have just a vote that might be wasted, but at least makes you feel good. And I, I don't... Uh, all of those things are something at least you can be morally comfortable with yourself for actually doing. In 1992, were you old enough to vote yet? Yeah, yeah. It was just barely, uh, no, right? No, 96 was my first vote. Yeah, so uh, 92, there was H.W. and there was Bill Clinton, who was a nightmare to me. I, I just, uh, to me, Bill Clinton was as close to the Antichrist as you could get. I mean, I, I, in fact, for a while thought he might be. 
I really thought Bill Clinton might be the freaking Antichrist. <laughs> so when Ross Perot started sucking about 19% out of the vote that could mostly have gone to H.W. Bush, I was pretty pissed. I never once told people it was a binary decision. Yeah. I never once said, you can, you can only vote for Bush or Clinton. You can only, if you don't vote for Bush, you are voting for Clinton. I don't know why I became, like, it's an interesting sort of a weird cross between <laughs> Irish and German there. I, I don't know. <laughs> you can be Irish, German. Yeah, you could. Uh, in fact, I, I am. There you go. Uh, I'm a mix of that. But, so you're um, just quoting yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're right. That's that. It's a it's a BS <laughs> tactic. Look, the truth is, you can vote for whoever the hell you want to vote for. Um, you know, you have to be okay with your decision. And you know, there are multiple. I I, I could tweet these out if if anybody is bored enough to read them. But there are multiple studies which basically show almost never your vote actually means anything. Your vote means nothing. Your vote is essentially a personal decision that you make morally. The idea that you are influencing an election by your vote is almost nonsensical. And I think we all pretty much know that. Even the most close elections don't come down to one vote. Uh, you know, but you, what do they say about the uh, Kennedy-Nixon uh, uh, election all the time? Is it one vote per precinct? Don't they? Have you heard that? I haven't heard that uh, particular one point. vote per per precinct would have changed that election, supposedly. And, and look, we all, so, I mean, I mean, there are times when it's close enough that, you know, a vote per precinct, but that's not one vote. Right. Again, you make your decision. Um, and again, you're being canceled out by thousands of people who know nothing about this and don't play, vote at all. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, the issue is you need to be comfortable with your own personal choice. You know, I, I, for example, um, uh, I voted for, uh, and I've said this on the air before, Arlen Specter in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you might be familiar with Arlen. He was a senator. I believe the Republican Party, Stu. The Republican Party left me. Now, this is back in two, th- uh, I don't remember what year he ran, but it was when he, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm interrupting. That's right. So he. Was, I didn't leave this life, Stu. This life left me. True, just like that, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Uh, but I voted for him thinking, you know what, uh, look, he's a Republican. It could be a close election. The Democrat mm-hmm. really sucked. I can't remember who it was in that particular race. Um, but he was terrible. And he would have been terrible. And there was a Constitution Party candidate that was, you know, maybe more conservative. But Arlen, uh, you know what? Look, he was a Republican. And you know what? There's, I made the same arguments in my head. The Supreme Court. I mean, the Supreme Court, you know. And uh, later, uh, when um, I saw what he did with that office, mm-hmm. which was uh, very poor, uh, and wound up eventually becoming an independent and then a Democrat, uh, which he was, by the way, the whole time. He didn't become those things. He was that thing. He was a Democrat the whole time. Um, and I disavowed that vote publicly on the air and tried to make myself promise I wouldn't do such things again. Um, and I extended that promise later on. I found that this series of reasoning will get you into a, a random team rooting uh, scenario that I don't want to be involved in. Uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't help. Now, you could argue, hey, Stu, you guys are on the air and you're influencing all these people. Well, you know, we're influencing some people, but we're influencing people the other way, too. A lot of people who might be on the fence and don't like us go the other way. So, I mean, this doesn't work. You know, there's no way to calculate that. There's no way to worry about it. I'm not going to sit here and worry about what, how you vote. Vote however the hell you want. I don't care. I don't mm-hmm. care. 
I can tell you what I think is the right thing, and I can tell you what policies I think would help the country. And I can look at these things honestly and look at the polls and say, look, I mean, because if I was a a nonstop Donald Trump hater, I would be telling you right now that Donald Trump has no chance in the election. I don't think that's true. I think it's really close. Maybe Hillary has a one point lead right now, if you were to if you were to say overall in the popular vote and the states move with the popular vote. I don't know if you know this. The popular vote is made up of the states. So while it's possible um, we could have a situation where it's, um, uh, you know, Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump could win the popular vote and, and, and the electoral vote could go the other way. It obviously happened in 2000. It's unlikely. And right now we're far enough away that you don't have to obsess over those things. But the point is, I, I, I'll tell you the truth. I'll tell you where I think it really stands. The question is why this constant obsession with this and what with Cruz, what's the point? Because we spent zero time on how he, what the calculation was with Cruz. Because I think that that's unimportant. You know, I I don't want to, I didn't want to waste time in that interview saying like, well, what do you think you accomplished? And and what, are are they going to not run against you in the Senate now? Are you still get funding from the Republican committee? Because I I will be honest with you, my belief is he'll run for Senate in 2018 and get primaried anyway. He'll, he'll still get primaried. Watch him run Rick Perry against him. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at Watch all. Him do that. And you know what? That's Rick Perry's right to do. Yeah, uh, as I well mean, as Michael McCall's or whoever else runs against him. Uh, it could be one of those two guys. Yeah, those are the two kind of rumored. And that was the threat. Michael McCall doesn't Ted. beat Ted Cruz, but Rick Perry, Rick Perry may. Might. Rick Perry very well might, might. beat recruit, uh, Ted Cruz. Yeah, especially after this. Even though Rick because Perry now, sucks. I mean, I mean and, and Rick Perry did an even worse uh, uh, yes. flop. He called him cancer and then and said you should vote for him. But the bottom line is, and I mean immediately, he's a name. it was like no thought even. Boom. Okay, I'm out. Okay, yeah, I'm endorsing him because uh, he was cancer and now he's not. Right. Oh, I could be his <laughs> vice president. <laughs> right. So uh, I mean, I think now you have two people who have flip flop. Perry, like the the power with Cruz holding his seat here was that he had in Texas. He had enough other people who were like, I am hardcore. I yes. believe in these principles, fight for the Constitution. And look, Ted's still got a good record for doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but with this, he might lose to a, a Rick Perry, because I think most people in Texas still think Rick Perry is a pretty good, uh, was a good governor. And, yeah, and, they do. And they do if he wants, yes. So, I mean, if he wants to run, he might very well beat Ted Cruz. Um, I'm not going to worry about it, really, either way. I mean, Cruz will, uh, certainly has a better record than Rick Perry, but Rick Perry has a pretty good record as well, um, generally speaking. So, I mean, whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that this, the loss here that I lose with this endorsement, it doesn't hurt Cruz with the average Republican. I think it just hurts Cruz with his supporters, his hardcore supporters who stuck by him the whole time. I mean, yeah. they, they get, they get a kick in the, in the, in the groin yeah. out of this. Yeah. And, you know, it's because I actually believe the things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and people are like, get off your high horse. My horse is way higher than you think it is. It's way all, you can't even see it. All you're seeing is hor- the, 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 the underneath of a horse. From where uh, from where uh, you're standing, if you're a Trump supporter right now, my horse is super high. I think it's even higher than you think it is. Uh, so, but that's exactly what I'm trying to. You can say that all you want. I believe in those things. I believe Ted Cruz was a different politician. I had sworn off largely. Speaking you need a politics. ladder to even get on your. Oh horse. God! You can't, there's no ladder built. No. That it could get you to the you get horse. A that fireman's high. ladder wouldn't get you to your horse. <laughs> yeah, I'm to the point, and I said this on the air. <laughs> I'm to the point. My horse is so high. I want everyone else to fold. I want Ben Sass on the air going. I'm sorry, Donald. I want it all to happen. Mm-hmm. I want to be the only one left. I want. Jeffy to fold. I want Pat to fold. I want Glenn to fold. Mm-hmm. I want it to be just me at this point. Why? Well, uh, I don't know. I like I like everybody hating me for some reason. I like it. Well, you don't uh, have to worry about 
Yeah, I don't have you're to worry about I'm it. I'm already and, there. And, yes, you're, I mean, you're you, there. You don't even have to worry about me uh, coming you. along with Trump. I'm already there. <laughs> the point is, like, I, this is all. This is all. This is about for me. And honestly, I thought with Cruz it was the same way. I thought he was. You know what? I made this decision. Um, I I have told people the freaking truth that Donald Trump would lead us into the abyss mm -hmm. as a nation. I told you Seems that like I would defend the Cruz Constitution. Well. well, no, that's what I'm saying. Cruz mm -hmm. said it. Mm -hmm. I would I would defend the Constitution until uh, mm -hmm. my dying breath. I believed Cruz. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he's come to a different conclusion because you can't support Donald Trump and, and he couldn't the answer the question. We asked no. him over and over what changed. What changed? And he can't answer that because no. nothing has changed. Well, the only thing he choice. said is, I mean, think about this. A man he called a pathological liar told because him. Because he is. Right, because he is, and he was right on that. Told him that I swear I'll pick off this list. Yeah, bullcrap. Which he's already told people and then backed off. He's already, that specific promise, he has backed off earlier in the campaign. But now Cruz says this time he believes him. I mean, come on. Come on. It's crazy. Even if it were true, which it's not, he's not going to fight hard enough to get it done anyway. Yeah. Um, so what, but whatever. I mean, again, he, you may, I think there's a very real possibility that Cruz says, A, this is better for my career and, and public, uh, my mm -hmm. efforts to get the conservative principles I cared about pass. I think that's true. Mm -hmm. B, at least we're getting something. We have no influence over Hillary Clinton. At least we're getting something. And if, and if, and if he falters on that promise, mm -hmm. maybe I'll have a chance to run in 2020 and primary him. Very possible. That is his calculus. Yep. And maybe it's a good political decision. To me, right now, it feels like a stupid calculation. But maybe he's right. A lot can change. He's a lot smarter than I am. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, but the point is, um, uh, he's, to me, kind of what I would consider flip-flopping, and I know he tried to deny that, but um, what I would consider flip-flopping, drops him down a peg. It's not a peg to Harry Reid. Mm -hmm. It's not a peg to Jeb Bush. It's not a peg to, oh, which, who, by the way, held, held his promise, and so did John Kasich. Um, uh, but uh, you know, he didn't promise. So, uh, you know, both Bo for some reason, Jeb Bush and John Kasich had the interest intestinal fortitude to hold on to what they actually believed here, uh, which, which is wrong. But I mean, he's not as bad as Lindsey Graham, who, by the way, also has held up. Um, um, uh, he's not as bad as, uh, uh, you know, I don't know, Chris Christie. I finally stumbled on one that is right. He's not he's not a Chris Christie. He's still a great senator and he's going to be mm -hmm. right. Ninety nine percent of the time. But. You know, uh, Rand Paul is right 92% of the time. And I like Rand Paul, too. But I'm not going to sit out there and tell you he's the answer. He's just another politician who's generally right instead of generally wrong. And yeah. if that's what you're looking for, then then you've got many examples of that. Here's uh, some of what took place on the interview we did with him on radio. What I said in Cleveland and what I would say today is the same thing. You, you mm -hmm. should follow your conscience. And, and I believe what I, what I laid out in, in Cleveland was don't stay home. Come out and vote. Vote your conscience. And vote for candidates you trust to defend freedom and defend the Constitution. And what I was trying to do at Cleveland was lay out a path to uniting Republicans and lay out a path to winning. And in particular... <clears throat> I was saying to the Trump campaign, this is how you earn my vote, and, and I believe how you earn the vote of other conservatives. You defend freedom and defend the Constitution. This is about principles and ideas. Uh, that's the test I'm applying. Uh, what I do know is that Hillary Clinton fails that test profoundly. Well, we've I said known that, that in Cleveland, and I think it is even yeah. more clear today. We've known that, we've known that for uh, you know, 25 years. Um, yes. <laughs> and nothing, Hillary Clinton has done nothing to change your mind 
um, or mine, that she is uh, fit to be president of the United States. However, this weekend, you wouldn't answer the question if Donald Trump was fit to be president of the United States. What I said is this is a binary choice. Uh, I wish it were not a binary choice. As you know, I tried very, very Because you keep saying it's a binary choice. As did you, uh, to prevent it from being a binary choice between Hillary and Donald Trump. Uh, and, And I think it is fair to say there was no other Republican candidate who left more on the field and did more to stop Donald from being the nominee than, than I did, but, but the voters made a different decision. And, and uh-huh. you have to respect the democratic process, even if you may not mm. be terribly happy with the outcome. And given the binary choice on so, any so a man, so, so a man, I just want to make sure I understand. Yeah. So a man who has principles, who says, I will, I, there are lines I will not cross. Um, it's still a binary choice. So a man who you cannot come on and say, yes, Glenn, he is fit to be president of the United States. I still am encouraged by you to abandon my principles and vote because it's a binary choice. You are encouraged by me to do what you believe is right and honorable and principle. Huh. Okay, well, there, there it was. You know, uh, it, that was a tough one. It was, it was. Yeah, a, I, look, I like this. A tough one because it's not a binary choice, and in fact, part of my plan was to vote for him. <laughs> Which, write him in, right. regardless, and because if I can't, and I, can I we, guess, can the, we say now that that's not happening? Is that that's official? not happening okay. now. Yeah, that is not for me happening. Too. I've considered it as well. I mean, that uh, was my that was my go to last resort. Last resort <laughs> was to write in Ted Cruz. And now that's out the window. But like, I love this point by Cruz here. And again, <clears throat> there are, we've been. I can't believe we're in the point of saying like we don't we don't hate Ted Cruz. Like I, we don't. I mean, we've been sitting here singing his praises I, for I, multiple yeah, we years. Guy. We love the guy. I, the guy. I love the guy. He's gonna. He's still one of the best senators. So all that. But I, I know you know that. My point is like, what a terrible argument it is to come on and say respect the democratic process, but it's a binary choice. Stupid. Well, the democratic process shows. You look at the ballot. It's not a binary a choice. Great, great point. I wish we would have thought of that when, in, during the interview. Yeah. Sometimes you you kick yourself for the things that yeah, you didn't ask. I know, and we could have gone. Ah. I could have gone on with him for twelve oh, hours yeah. on that today. Yeah, and I he was wouldn't like, want to. Glenn wanted. I mean, I, look, Glenn wanted to say stuff, and it's his show, and and he should yeah. say the things that he wants to say, and that's what I I know. Um, you know, is going to drive. Uh, you know, it's what the media wanted to hear too. What, what is what? What is Glenn? At one point, Glenn looked at us and was just like, <sighs> "He's like, take it, because I can't. I can't do any more." And luckily, he re- he resisted most of you know the things he wanted to say. Uh, but I, I think he, generally yeah. speaking, he gave him a tough time. And I think I again, I, I keep saying this, and maybe I have too much faith. Uh, but I think at least this audience wants us to be honest and go after so. those things. Yeah, we didn't back so. down again. I mean, you know. Uh, you know, but like this idea, the binary choice argument is so beneath him as he's telling us to respect the democratic process, mm-hmm. uh, you know, w- which will give you the at the minimum process, four choices. Yeah, says it is not. And he said five. You got five, five options. Well, I think one of them was not to vote. The, that's not correct. We actually have. You've got you've got uh, Trump. You have Clinton. You have uh, uh, Johnson. You've got uh, Jill Stein. Stein. That's four. And in many, many states, you're going to have the constitutional guy who is Daryl Castle. And I throw on Evan McMullen on that, too. And Evan McMullen, that gives you six. Um, You've got six six choices plus write-in, which is seven. So don't 
tell me. Yeah, Don't not- tell me it's a binary choice and, and but respect the democratic process. Uh, it drives me out of my mind. All right, you know what is good though is uh, is my Patriot Supply because they're going to help you get prepared for whatever you know food shortage comes along or whatever um, you know messing up the supply line situation comes along. Or sometimes it's just as simple as what we had in Houston a few years, 10 years ago was when a hurricane was coming to town. Everybody left. Uh, all the stores closed. All the ATMs uh, were, ran out of money. Uh, everything was you, there was no way you could buy anything. You couldn't get gas. You couldn't get food. You couldn't get money. And so for about three days, you're just stuck. So my Patriot Supply can help you out with this situation like they that. They sure can. Four-week emergency food supply they have right now, it's only $99. And we've told you this before, and you probably thought to yourself, well, I mean, I should do that at some point. Pull mm-hmm. the trigger on it. Uh, you know, do you, it. You do it now uh, before, especially if you're in the Northeast or something, you might have uh, you know, bad, bad snowstorms. Uh, you know, you're only a few, couple months away from that, although it stops snowing because of global warming. Um, but it also snows oh, too much right. because of global warming. So well, remember that's that. right, too. Uh, the point is you need to react to whatever <laughs> global warming brings your way. Get prepared. 99 bucks for four weeks is a great way to do it. We just pulled the trigger on uh, another huge order from My Patriot Supply. I'm so glad we did. We didn't wait for another disaster to strike. You shouldn't either. Get prepared right now. Order online at preparewiththeblaze.com or just call them. 888-411-5290. Limit of two per caller. Again, go online at preparewiththeblaze.com. Or triple eight four eleven fifty two ninety. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. Oh, okay, this is good. Uh, it's Pat and Stu. Uh, the guy who just doesn't back down. He, I, I, it just, he doesn't back down. That's what I love about him so much. Uh, Donald Trump just doesn't back down. He says what he means, means what he says. Well, I mean, uh, except there, when he doesn't, and when he does back down. Exceptions. Yeah, there's uh, a lot that. of it. Well, every uh, exception. There's an exception well, all, to everything. All things. All of it. Uh, Jim Garrity used to say this all the time about uh, Barack <clears> Obama, <throat> which was everything. Every statement from Barack <clears throat> Obama has an expiration date. I mean, there couldn't be a more true a person that this yeah. is about. Much more than Barack Obama, even. Because no Barack Obama never came out for climate change. <laughs> you know, right. Like, but, but right. Donald Trump, legitimately, everything he says. Every 
single thing. Yeah, I mean, even to the and point yet of everybody still says, "Well, at least he says it is." It is. Hey, at least he says what he means. Well, at least he doesn't back. Down. Well, at least you think that he might do something. Why? Why the do you birther think- thing is a great example of that because there's no new evidence that makes him believe all of a sudden he was born in Hawaii. He's no. doing it totally because of political pressure. And but he's not a politician. He's and not a politician. Yet, Stu, he's not a politician. That's what I love about him. He's right. just so anti-politician. And again, I think he was wrong oh, when he was saying uh, that Obama was born in Kenya. But I mean, the idea that he's come around <laughs> to this now is such a clear example uh, to anyone who believes he says what he means. So he obviously doesn't mean that Barack Obama was born in Hawaii. He's mm-hmm. I mean, he's completely he was born in Hawaii, but still he doesn't believe that. And if he does, then he, he was lying before. What has set us off on this? Uh, despite promising he he wouldn't just two months ago. He would not accept the endorsement of Ted Cruz because Ted Cruz didn't give it to him when he wanted him to. Mm-hmm. So even if Ted Cruz came out and gave him the endorsement, he wouldn't accept it. Well, he just did. He just he just did. Uh, he'll come and endorse because he has no choice. But I don't want his endorsement. He said. Hmm. What Kinda, difference it, does it make? I don't want it. To give Trump a little credit, uh, it was right in the first part. Yes, yes. that's true. I mean, it's, you know, he did, he did it's true. come eventually. Friday afternoon, he's greatly honored by the endorsement. He did accept it. He does want it. He's greatly honored by it. Now, this, is, this makes me more pissed off about Ted Cruz, because I forgot he said he'll come and endorse because he has no choice. Sure enough, that turned out to be right. I thought Ted Cruz had the giblets. I thought he had. I, I thought he had the principle that he was going to stand on that and and not endorse. But no, uh, Trump was right. He would come back because he had no choice. And uh, the other part he wasn't right about was I don't want his endorsement because he gladly accepted it. I mean, it's pathetic. It is unbelievable. So what, you know, for example, uh, the shows that have been coming out, you know, Sean Hannity, probably primary among them, saying that it was, you know, uh, never Trump's fault. Is that gone now? I mean, I assume he's not going to give up the shtick, but still, it's like you've got Ted Cruz, right? You've got the the king of it. Mm -hmm. I mean, clearly what Bill Crystal thinks you know, or what, uh, you know, uh, Glenn Beck or Jeff Fisher, geez, thinks. I mean, Jeffy being never Trump would actually make people vote for Trump. Um, but the point is, uh, I, I think, like, it, that's got to be dead, right? Is that, or can we finally lay that to rest now? You got, you got Ted Cruz on your, on your bandwagon? Is that, is, can we finally, I mean, is that finally over? No, right? No. Hi! It was because of Jonah Goldberg! Yeah, Jonah Goldberg is the reason now we lost. <laughs> I mean, that's what we're going to do. We're going to have to go to the Jonah Goldberg class. Well, the whole class. The whole I mean, class if, you're, of Jonah if you're including just Gold, Jonah Goldberg, I got to say no. But if you're including the entire Jonah Goldberg class, I'd have to say yes, they'll pin it on them. Mm-hmm. All of them. Mm-hmm. You know, all the, of them. The They're saddest, all responsible. The saddest part of this uh, so Ted Cruz thing was I had so many friends who, who agreed on Never Trump. Uh huh. They were like, you know what? No, he's the worst. I could never do it. Um, and I was saying, Cruz, Cruz, Cruz. And they were saying, whatever, Rubio or Kasich or mm-hmm. who knows? One of the other candidates. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, Cruz is legit. And when Cruz got towards the end, they all supported him. I mean, they all came along and said, look, I'd rather have Cruz than Trump, though I liked Rubio better. 
uh, and, and I'm like, well, why not Cruz? Like, what did Cruz do? The guy could obviously beat Clinton. <clears throat> um, and and, I and think the rap on be. him was always that he was calculating. He was calculating. Right? Yeah, he's too calculating. He's too much of a politician. So too politic- too tra- I kept saying, no. no. The, you know how much it sucked to have to call all those people this weekend and be like, all right. You're right. You were right. He was calculating. Sucked. By the way, that's an interesting lesson you should learn as a Trump fan. You can do that. You can call people and say, you were right. Um, but, uh, hey, you know. They don't. Uh, no, they never No will. Trump fan but would ever sucked. admit that. It's- no Trump fan. They don't care. It doesn't matter. What about Hillary? Yeah, but what, do you care? What, so you want Hillary Clinton? No, that's not the point. The point is he doesn't stand on anything. He doesn't stand on anything he ever says. He doesn't. In fact, he's never made a promise, according to what he said right before the nomination, was that all of these, uh, all of the things that he has said were his policies are just suggestions. They're all just suggestions. None of them are policies, so they could all be changed uh, on a whim now, including the wall. And I'm guessing it will be. Oh, if there it is will be. no, no way, way. And we've he already said we will eat our underwear if, if he, he builds build, the wall. It was ninety percent. If he builds ninety percent of the wall that he promised, we'll eat our underwear. We'll eat our underwear. Now, so we're giving him a ten percent leeway for no reason because he right. said it's hundred percent, and he, we did not say uh, Mexico didn't even have to pay for it. No, nah, he can pay for just it. build the wall. He we'll can pay, eat he, our he, underwear. He can use his own personal money to pay for it, mm-hmm. and we'll be fine with that. Yeah, um, he's not going to do it because, of course, he's, he's not going to use our money. He's not going to use his money because it won't be built. So. Uh, the other thing is, this is kind of interesting on Cruz. He insisted there were no deals between him and Trump. I disagree with that. I think he made the deal that uh, because w- he me- he mentioned to us, he sat there at lunch or something with uh, Mike Pence, and Pence said, what's it going to take to get you to endorse the ticket? What will it take to get you on board? And he said, well, the, you know, the Supreme Court nominees, Supreme Court's important. So uh, Friday... Trump got a list of not 12, but 21 potential um, uh, Supreme, Court, Supreme Court justice nominees. Mm-hmm. And he said it would come from that list. He would not pick anyone who was not on that list. Cruz apparently likes all 21, so he got the endorsement. So that's what it took, and that's what he did, and that was, I think, the well, deal and in said, part. And I don't know if there's some other kind of deal, but he says there wasn't. But can you believe anything he says now? I mean, Not I, really. You know, you can't believe anything Donald Trump says. Uh, I don't know that you can believe anything. Trump or Cruz, for yeah. that matter. In these sorts of matters, it's difficult. I mean, I think that because um, you know, we've said this on the air, if Donald Trump came out in a public speech and said, "There's, more, I have a list for the Supreme Court. The name, there's one name on it. The name is Ted Cruz. It will definitely be the nominee, and I will push it through with all of my might." I wouldn't, believe, wouldn't him. believe him. Would not believe him. Yeah. Uh, his word means nothing. nothing to me. And yeah, you know what? Yeah, this is an interesting thing: is that there is a an amount of stuff you can do, right? En- enough, enough crap. That eventually you lose, you you've lost the right. There's no, there's nothing Donald Trump could do now to make me vote for him. He could tell me I would be on the Supreme Court, and I would still oh, say I wouldn't no. Care. No. Yeah. I mean, I, it doesn't mean anything. He's done Especially enough. Especially since you don't this. even know the law. <laughs> I, I, I think you it'd know. be a good. You know what? <laughs> I, I know bird law. Uh, the point is, I'm. There you know is a, bird law. I know bird law. Uh, but, <laughs> I didn't realize that. Are you a bird law Stupid expert? reference. You're not gonna, I don't know uh, it. Uh, it's a Always Sunny in Philadelphia uh, okay. reference. Uh, I, but I put Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia on the Supreme Court before I would vote for Donald Trump. And the point here, 
<laughs> that might be a little bit of a also don't know Charlie either. But. I know, but I figured at that point, since you made me reveal the reference, mm-hmm. the you might as well go understand. even deeper. No, I figured the people that were on board, sure. I should at least push it a little bit further. Right. I thought okay. that was a rational way to handle That's that. That's interesting. Point being, point being. Is there anybody on the phone? Uh, I, Ivan? Ivan? Uh, uh, we got anybody anyone? on the phone? Uh, it's, it's, Ivan? Is there a number is that there a number can people call can call? Uh, is my mother when, on When yet? can they call? Is my mother on the phone? <laughs> um, my, point, my point is, I understand that I... My point is, though, you do, like, it, like for example, let's say, you a great example, Barack Obama. Okay. If Barack Obama today said, you know what, I am going to, uh, no, it's not a great example, because uh, Joe Biden. Joe Biden came out today and said, you know what, Hillary's terrible, and I'm going to run as a Republican right now, mm-hmm. because I believe we could stop Hillary Clinton together. And let me tell you, I'm, I'm for low taxes, and I'm for less, you know, I, I did stuff in the past, yeah, sure, that was a while ago, but I am now a hardcore conservative, and he came out here, and he made all those promises. Mm-hmm. You could bring those same arguments to me and say, hey, wait a minute, Hillary Clinton is saying liberal things. At least there's a chance with Joe Biden. He just gave us a list of the Supreme Court. And you know what? They're all good names. <laughs> and at least there's a chance he might do something. Would it's you a binary him? choice. But you'd believe it's him, right? It's a binary choice, Pat. So you would there's just buy in. Choices. So yeah. my buy point, in to Biden. My point, yeah. My point to you would be, he has done good too slogan, by the way. Much, write that, down. that is good. The too much stuff he has done mm-hmm. in his in his past and leading up to this election, that would make me believe that this is all bullcrap. Can he earn my vote in 2020 if he gets to be president and he runs as a hardcore conservative and is a sure. great president? Yes. Oh, yeah, he can earn it then. But he's done too much. He's crossed the line. You know, it doesn't matter what he says now. It doesn't matter. And, it, you know, what what I would say mm-hmm. throws you over that line or indicates that you've he's crossed that line for you is when you come out and say he's going to launch the country into the abyss. When you say he's a cancer, when you say he's completely unfit to be president of the United States and is a pathological liar, if you actually believe those things, how on earth can one piece of paper co- co- uh, convince you the opposite? Or because Hillary Clinton... Right, exactly. That's why. Right, and of course, that's just a that I can then I can run Hitler if Hitler was running. Let's make it even worse than David Duke. If Hitler was running, but he said, you know what, I'm alive. First of all, you got to believe that. But second of all, uh, I'm a conservative and I'm gonna lower taxes. And then that whole Jewish stuff was wow. I was off off mark on that one. So sorry about it. Uh, but for now, I'm a real everybody's equal. Oh, what Hillary? We know is gonna be liberal. At least Hitler's saying. He's yeah. at least saying conservative things. You know, he might be good on one or two issues, and that's better than nothing. These rules apply to anyone. Any, if you say never Hillary because never Hillary, and I'm going to always vote for the Republican, anyone who says they're a Republican will get your vote. Do you want that? Do you mm. really want that? And you know what? I, you might say that Trump, you know what? I agree with you, Stu. I wouldn't vote for Hitler, but I will vote for Trump because Trump satisfies the basic things that I need. Totally fine. If that is your analysis, fine. It's not my analysis. It's not Pat's analysis. <clears throat> Jeffy said spoons when we asked him the question. And I don't even know what that means. It had nothing to do with what we weren't talking about. On a follow-up, he also said 18, which right. was, uh, 18 I thought, that, interesting. It's just a number. And it an interesting point, but we didn't understand analysis. it. <laughs> <It's a> perfect <laughs> analysis. All right. Uh, and just to beat this dead horse a little bit longer, oh, yeah. okay. uh, when it was pointed out to Ted Cruz in the interview that he's endorsing a man who insulted his family, Cruz said, I love my wife. I love my dad. Both of them have forgiven Donald Trump. I have forgiven him. This isn't personal. I will say that. Uh, I mean, and that's true. I mean, that's that he fine. shouldn't get over that's that. That's fine. Uh, Whatever. I However, it, again, 
what Donald Trump did goes to his character. It goes beyond yes. being personal against Ted Cruz or his family. I don't care about the, the personal. Part. I don't care about that stuff. And I, I'm sure uh, Cruz didn't either. Well, I'm not sure anymore. But I, I, I assume he doesn't either. The point there was the character of the man. And the person who's going to be potentially the president of the United States using the National Enquirer as if, you know, it's the New York Times or or something legitimate. And obviously Trump doesn't consider that legitimate. But uh, I, I, I can't even begin to understand how you discount all of that, how you discount everything. And you say, OK, now he's my guy. I'm voting for him. And you should, too, by the way. It, it just it's all political. And the guy's only concerned about his donors in uh, 2018 when he has to run again. I, I really hope that's not true. But I mean, it's the best it's the best road to it's, this decision. It's, right? Yeah, it's the it's only the it's the only thing road. that makes any sense. Yeah. More patents too coming up. It's too bad. I mean, it's heartbreaking, frankly, Heart, literally heartbreaking. Back. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, Hillary Clinton last week was on uh, Between Two Ferns. Which is like my favorite thing in the world. I it, love this. It's pretty bit. funny. Uh, if you've never seen Zach Galifianakis on this, it, he interviews celebrities and a lot of politicians, and it, it's just and goofy. It's real A-listers every time. Yeah, like, I mean, like, I mean the guest yeah. list is pretty freaking amazing. Seriously good people showing up on this. And he just plays this really awkward sort of version of himself and just says really insulting things to everybody. <laughs> it's great. I, don't, I love it. I love the way it's set up. I love how awkward and terrible it is. Um, it's very much like my sense of humor. Um, and so yeah. you go back. I, every time mm. I watch one, I watch 20 because they're all so funny. Um, but Hillary Clinton was on it. Um, and so we we, we actually, Barack Obama was on it uh, la- a few, when Health We actually showed that. Yeah, and we showed yeah. it. And, it was, and he was actually pretty funny in it. He was um, good. It was pretty good. He was somewhat likable in there, it. There's a real difference, I thought, though, in the two pieces. So let's watch a little bit of, of Hillary here. Uh, and uh, tell me if you think this is good, and then we'll, we'll note the difference. Watch. Are you excited to be the first girl president? <laughs> well, I mean, being president would be such an extraordinary honor and responsibility. Um, but... Being the first woman elected president and what that would mean for our country and particularly what that would mean for, you know, not just little girls, little boys, too. Um, that, that's pretty special. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not to take away from the historic significance of you perhaps becoming the first female president, but for a younger, younger generation, you will also become their first white president. And that's pretty neat, too. As secretary, how many words per minute could you type? And how does President Obama like his coffee? Like himself? <laughs> Weak? You know, Zach, those are really out-of-date questions. You need to get out more. What happens if you become pregnant? Are we going to be stuck with Tim Kaine for nine months? How does this work? I could send you some pamphlets that might help you understand. It's good. That is brilliant. It's good. <laughs> And, you know, she has the right vibe there, which is, like, disgusted and dispassionate. And he just... I mean, how, how many words do you type as secretary? 
I love the first. For the younger, younger generation. <laughs> yeah, I love that. You'd also be the first white president. <laughs> That's a weird realization. Though. I had never thought. I of that. hadn't thought of that either. Like if you're eight years old or less, seven, you've never you've seen, never had a white president before. <laughs> that is really interesting. That's great. It must be. It must be confusing. That's... All the if you get into uh, oh, you, know, you see all the racial uh, <laughs> distrust, you must. It must be confusing as a little child. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> We've had a black president my whole oh, life. <laughs> what are these people talking about? Your um, children have only known a black president. So, uh, so I mean, I lo- I can't even tell you. That's much. great. I, I could watch that again and again. Yeah, here's a, let's watch part two then. All right, let's let's talk about Trump. Um, oh, let's. When you see how well it works for Donald Trump, do you ever think to yourself, oh, maybe I should be more racist? <laughs> When he's elected president and Kid Rock becomes Secretary of State, are you going to move to Canada or one of the Arctics? I would stay in the United States. And what would you try to... Try to prevent him from destroying the United States. So you're going to lead the Civil War? No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take up arms. I, I think that might be a little extreme. Oh, right, because you were saying before we were rolling that you wanted to take away everyone's guns. Very cool. <laughs> I really regret doing this. Any regrets over losing the Scott Bayo vote? Not a one. So it wasn't heartbreaking that, that. No. Yeah, but Chachi. I mean, who's going to be next? Max Hedrum. <laughs> I'd love to meet the person who makes your pantsuits. Oh, really? Yeah, because for Halloween, I wanted to go as a librarian from outer space. I think that would be a good look on you. <laughs> That's actually not a bad description of how she dresses yeah. a librarian from outer space. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Uh, I uh, love the hairdo too. Cause, uh, like I didn't even brush my hair or comb my hair for this interview. <laughs> that's great. Uh, those things are really. Fun. I mean, I would say definitely if you want to blow off. Like if you're at work and you work with somebody you hate, mm-hmm. uh, you, and you want to just like escape for uh, an hour or so, mm-hmm. just cycle through those things. They're so Pretty awkward awesome. and uncomfortable, but I really like them. More patents too coming up. In a moment. Or, you know, two. I didn't mean you, Jeff. I mean, well, yeah. Oh, I just heard work with someone I hate. I looked at you. Yeah, no, I just I, I just wanted to let you know that I didn't mean you, but in reality, I meant you. Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, supposedly really neck and neck as we head into this uh, first debate. Uh, That's what everybody's saying. Is that reality? I think so. I mean, you know, it's close. It's very close. Uh, You know, 538 has, uh, I think they're down to basically 50-50. Really? Um, Yeah, which is, you know, they're the the most Trump-friendly of all the uh, different experts, I would say. Um, And I, I, I think they're right. To be perfectly honest, at the moment, um, uh, let's see. I can give you the exact. It kind percentage. of feels like they are. Yeah. Uh, right now, fifty-one point eight percent chance Hillary will win. Forty-eight point two percent Trump. Ooh, will win. Wow, that is close. That is uh, the closest it's been. Now, I'll give you give me another. Uh, at one point, it was. Okay, but that's likelihood of winning. That's not a poll that they did. Right, right, right. Um, uh, the polling average I can give you too. But at one in, on August fourteenth. So what's that? One a little over a month ago, mm-hmm. right? A month and a mm-hmm. half ago, it was an eighty-nine point two percent chance that Hillary was going to win. 
Wow. And it's dropped all the way down wow. to 51.8. So that's, you can see the, how much. Their projected popular vote right now is Hillary Clinton 46.2, Donald Trump 45.2. Um, and uh, they mm-hmm. have Hillary Clinton at 271 electoral votes right now. Um, so, I mean, but and I will say that the uh, other the other prediction services are not as confident. Um, <clears throat> New York Times, for the first time, however, is under 70 percent. It's 69.31. Who, mm-hmm. who will win? Um, the uh, they have a the other ones. Princeton has been the most confident in Hillary. And for the first time, they are under 80 percent at 79 percent. Um, but still the, uh, I mean, you know, you're all, you're between 52 and 79% chance. So there's a wide selection. Mm-hmm. Whoever, if you want to be pro Hillary, you can feel really good about Princeton's uh, rundown. If you want to be pro Trump, um, you can feel really good about 538's rundown. But the bottom line there hidden in that analysis is that even 538's still has Trump losing. So, <laughs> you know, it's not like a, he's like blowing anybody out or anything like that. He, I mean, he is still behind in this campaign, though it's likely pretty much about a toss-up right now. Pretty incredible. Washington Post ABC News poll says Clinton 46-44, really close there. Uh, and the margin of error is four and a half points. So he could well be, he could very well be ahead there. Mm-hmm. Um, the poll's respondents overwhelmingly said they believe Clinton is more qualified, 59 to 41, uh, respondents also believe that Clinton will win Monday's debate. When asked, 47% said Clinton would win, 33 Trump. I really think Trump wins. I, I just, she's just not very good. And it's going to be interesting to see if she can stand up to any kind of attacks that he may or, that he may do tonight. I, I don't know. If he's, if he starts throwing out the rape accusations, it'd be interesting to see how she responds to that. I don't know that he will. Um, but it, it sounded like his first inclination was to put Jennifer Flowers, that was the first affair that we know of with Bill Clinton, in the front row of the debate. I think that would be pretty interesting. And then apparently Roger Ailes suggested that it be uh, one of the parents of a Benghazi uh, victim. And, and that's uh, Glenn's speculation right there. Yeah, he right. just knows Roger well from their time at Fox. and. and yeah, that's the type of stuff he, he's, I mean, very, very smart guy when it comes to campaigns. And it seemingly has helped Trump uh, immeasurably. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and his, I mean, it was Trump's response, though, right, to uh, Hillary having Cuba, Mark Cuban sit up front at the debate, right? Right. I mean, that was just his first, his gut reaction. Well, I'll just have Jennifer Flowers. Cuban does seem to be in Trump's head a little bit, which is kind of yeah. weird. I guess because they're kind of similar. And it's, uh, Cuban would not be happy with this, of course, and neither would Trump, I guess. But they're sort of similar uh, in their, you know, their sort of big, mm-hmm. high, big personality billionaires mm-hmm. um, that like to talk about stuff and comment on public issues. Uh, so they're both uh, kind of in that boat. I don't, I don't know well, if it's are. the most, maybe it is the most effective messenger. I guess if you're saying, like, if America wants a reality show billionaire if you, and you're Hillary Clinton, you're never going to be able to provide that out of yourself. Maybe Mark Cuban's nope. a smart thing. It's the closest of, thing you got. Yeah, bring mm-hmm. some attention to it. Because I, I, you know, it would be interesting. A Cuban is considerably more liberal than I am, and and uh, not a, not a conservative and not a libertarian either, um, as he's been. And that's promoted. what he claims to be. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, he's he's not, not even close to a libertarian. He's just not. However, he's I I think smarter than Donald mm. Trump is. Um, so if they if those two in a mm-hmm. debate, I would be I would not you would not I would be more nervous about a debate with Cuban if I were Trump than I am with Hillary no because yeah. Hillary definitely has a lot more information, but she's awful. She has no sensibility mm-hmm. of how to 
pull off she a can't theatrical moment. She's going to try one-liners that are going to bomb. Yeah. She's going to over-talk it. She's going to over-politicianize it. She's yeah. going to over-detail it. And Donald Trump's going to be like, yeah, but screw you! And everyone's going to be like, yay! That's, I totally expect him to just wipe the floor with his face. Um, whether that holds for debate two or three, I think is debatable, but here yeah. I feel like she's going to do really poorly. Uh, Arnold Palmer, one of the greatest golfers of all time. Wow. Arnold, I didn't realize Arnold Palmer. I'm, I'm hearing for the first time. He died. What? At 87. That's, Are you serious? Should we have broken yeah, I more uh, Yes, you should have. I didn't Arnold even know. Palmer. The whole, not you know, feeling well? You know the guy that invented the, the lemonade iced tea thing? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's Another not guy, doing well. He's not doing well at oh, all. Oh no, fact, really? He's yeah. going to be okay though. Yeah, yep, yeah. uh, he's dead. <laughs> that didn't didn't help all that much. You know, Arnold Palmer, the guy that has the uh, Arnold Palmer uh, penny loafer shoes, uh, uh, he's in the hospital in Pittsburgh, and now he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah no, wow. it's sad. It's very sad. Eighty-seven, however, uh, lived a very uh, you know certainly a full life and. Uh, it really was one of the greatest golfers of all time. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, this sucks, man. I mean, it, it, mm. it, it, as if we needed any other bad news. This I weekend. know. I was I saying, know. like, the, the only, really thing that, only thing that kept me together, the Philadelphia Eagles are 3-0. And, <laughs> and, by the way, the mm. Toronto Blue Jays beat the New York Yankees in the ninth inning yesterday. Yeah, so. like, nobody cares about it. Both either. of those things are awesome. Everything else in the world sucks. So I can go along with that part. Um, as BYU lost for their third straight over the weekend. Again, another close game. Another close one? Yeah, they've lost three games now. They're one and three. They've lost three games by a combined seven points. <laughs> seven points. That's uh, two less than two and a half points a game. So, uh, yeah, and they had a perfect chance to win it at the end. And, uh, again, blew it. They had multiple chances to win all three of these games and squandered them all. Mm. So, it's yeah, funny because I, I, I had this thought at one point of, like, uh, at least we had a good sports weekend. And, again, I, said, and I have a separate, no. different analysis than you. And then mm-hmm. I kind of felt bad in that, like, Arnold Palmer died. And uh, the Marlins guy, the pitcher, Jose Fernandez, Fernandez yeah. who was, uh, I mean, he's like a legitimate mm-hmm. ace in the, in the, uh, mm-hmm. in the league. Mean, guy yeah. of sub-three ERA type of guy. Um, dies in a boat accident. Oh, wow, I didn't um, hear about that either. She did not sign <laughs> on I did to the not pay attention to yeah. uh, what was going on this weekend. Yeah. Well, BYU um, loses a little game, and you just shut down. I, I seriously did shut down. I will say that I thought, you know what? I've been thinking about taking a, uh, taking a little time off from social media for a weekend. This seems like a good weekend after the cruise. <laughs> I was like, ah, maybe I just won't sign on at all for the next few days. Yeah. Like I kept idea. thinking, you know, I should probably write something on Facebook about the cruise thing. And I kept thinking, no. What am I going to write? I mean, what, I don't know what to say about it. I don't know what to say. He let us down. He, he disappointed us. Does he owe anything to us? No, I, I guess not, although we worked our asses off for the guy. Yeah, but, no kidding. Uh, no, whatever. I, I don't. Um, 
If he would have mm. come out after, like, if, if the day uh, in Indiana, let's say, in Indiana, he loses the uh, election and comes out and does a speech and says, hey, you know, uh, we fought hard and we didn't win. I obviously said I was going to support the Republican nominee and I'll do that. Uh, but, you know, it's just really disappointing. If he would have done that, and that, like, I would have mm. been like, all right. I mean, like, I get it. It's yeah. part of it. Yeah. The issue, and then if he would have done it, at, even at the, uh, I will say, even at the, uh, the convention itself, it would have felt a little fake to me. Um, because, but know, instead right. he but made this all, Custer's last stand right. at the convention. And we all cheered him. Uh, and right. it's like, okay, Idiots. there's a guy who did what, what the Sean Hannity's of the world claimed Bernie Sanders should have done. Right. And then he went back on his principles, and they were pissed off that he did. But then when Ted Cruz hung on to his principles and didn't endorse, they're all pissed off at him. He did the wrong thing. Somehow, one of those things was right and one of those things was wrong. Why? Because their guy is Trump. That's why. And and so we all applauded. for We we applauded Ted for hanging on to his principles. But now it's, it's all out the window. And it did seem like at the time um, a brilliant move that one with 100 percent certitude would not pay off until after the election. Yes. Like, there's no right. benefit in it right. here. You obviously. know you're going to get pressure right. yeah. from get pressure. all sides. And how just, he mismanaged that calculus is, I mean, a smart guy. And then we find out that even, uh, you know, four to six weeks after that, which is about, four, you know, how, how long has been since the convention? Two months? Something like that? Maybe mm-hmm. three months? Mm-hmm. So uh, about four to six weeks after the convention, he was renting his email donor list to the Donald Trump people. And, mm. I mean, we know that to be true. I don't know how many times the story talks about, like, at least 30 times the Trump campaign has rented bits and pieces of the of the email donor list. But I remember our own Keith Malinak coming into the studio a number of weeks ago saying, I got this email from Trump, and he was talking about what the email said. But also he was saying, I don't know how in the heck I'm getting these emails from Trump. That's how. Uh, I mean, I... I didn't, yeah, and I'm I got more that. than emails. I got. I, I'm getting actual uh, snail mail, actual mail how. from the Trump campaign asking for donations. Which, by the way, I thought was self-funded. Uh, you know, he made such a big deal out of self-funding this thing. I don't want your money. I don't need your money. I'm self-funding because I, I I'm not beholden to anybody. All of a sudden, now he's asking me for money. Well, first of all, where'd you get? How, how did I show up on a Trump list? I can't stand the guy. Uh, apparently, Cruz sold yep. his my information to him. And I, I'm not all that worried about it. I mean, I get a lot of crappy junk mail. Um, you know, I mean, I, I that wasn't it wasn't the biggest deal in the world to me. But I mean, you know, I could see how it would feel like a sellout. If, if especially if definitely if, if you're one of these people that was like, hey, I'm fighting for uh, Ted uh, for Ted Cruz yeah. um, because I can't stand Donald Trump, and then you're still getting mail from Trump because Cruz. <laughs> I, I get why that would be annoying. I also don't understand why. If it's about principle and stuff, right? Like he, again, he made this case. Why not just send it out yourself from your own email list? Mm-hmm. Why not instead yeah, of, re- instead of getting money for it, just send it out and be like, "Look, here's my decision. Here's why I made it." Why need? Why do you need to be have the renting happen? I mean, it, I, you know, I don't I, know. It's, it's, I mean, I guess it all comes down to the same few things, doesn't it? Yeah, it uh, does. And, and, you know, uh, this is our fault in a lot of ways. And that, like, I was thinking about this this weekend, and that. Like, we're supposed to not put our faith in men, right? And, you know, it's a lesson that I think we constantly forget. Um, because men can let you down. Uh, and, you know, it happens, and it's another way of learning that lesson. And it's a, it's a lesson we should actually remember this time, maybe. Because, I mean, really, there's not going to be somebody who comes along uh, that's going to be better than, I think, Ted Cruz presented himself from the perspective of 
purity, right? Like a, mm-hmm. a dedication to principle. I mean, you know, Rubio was a better candidate as far as like you know presentation and things, and I think he probably would have had an easier time winning. Uh, but still, like when it, that's not what I was looking for. I was looking for someone who really believed the things, even if I occasionally disagree with them, wouldn't fold on things like this, you know. I'd rather have someone come to me and say, hey, look, you know, I look, I understand how you feel, but this policy is better than the policy that you'd like. I can understand disagreement. But this is just like, eh, well, I made that big stand and it's not really working out for me. A lot of my donors are saying, hey, you know, I'm not going to support you next time. I mean, there are rumors that a couple of families in particular that bankrolled major parts of the uh, um, you know, pro-Cruz super PAC were saying that they were going to fund uh, his opposition in the Senate if he didn't endorse. Mm-hmm. And remember, Kellyanne Conway, who is a you know the sp- main spokesperson for Trump now, and reportedly running the campaign, although that seems like more of a public posturing than I think uh, anyone wants to admit. But the bottom line is she was running a pro-Cruz super PAC. That's her last job. Oh, man. So, mm-hmm. you know, she, she's probably there saying this is how you can move this guy, and, and, they, and they succeeded. They succeeded in moving him. I mean, it's sad. Yes, they did. But, and, like, these are tough times, and tough decisions need to be made. You know, a lot of people I really mm-hmm. respect are going to wind up voting for Donald Trump, and I don't, I don't really care what they do. Um, but I just, I they do care what we do. Apparently. apparently. That's all they think about all the time. Yeah. Obsess about, well, how we're going to vote. It's, uh, it's amazing. It's an incredible thing. Because I honestly, like, for example, if, if Sean Hannity goes in and votes for Hillary Clinton, I don't care. I don't care who the hell he votes for. No, but, well, I do because he's the conductor of the Stop Hillary Express Yeah, I know, and I, I don't care if he votes. <laughs> if he secretly is voting for socialists, I don't care. I mean, again, that's uh-huh. up to you whether you want to listen to his show or not based on that information. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't care what he does. I don't know why he's so obsessed with what Glenn does. What if he doesn't give you a ticket to ride on the Stop Hillary Express? I don't want a ticket on his, on his train. You don't want one? I don't want, you know, this is weird. I don't want a ticket huh. on any train. It's outdated technology. Okay, I don't want the Trump train. I don't want the Stop Hillary Express. I'd really? Like, I'd like, I'd like a, a flight. Somewhere. This and is in, the 19th Stop Hillary Express, and it might be the last one because she's getting old. There might, but if she wins, might not be any more. Be oh, if she wins, there'll be another Stop Hillary Express. You got to believe. I hope so. But if she loses, there'll probably be no more Stop Hillary Expresses to ride in. Oh no! Ah, no. oh, that'll be crushing. Did you see this Green Bay Packers play? By the way, if we can I did bring it back not to see it. Really amazing. Um, um, and it's a rule I did not know existed. Uh, if the ball <clears throat> goes into the end zone on a kickoff, mm-hmm. and then. You know, occasionally it will bounce. It takes those weird football bounces and bounces back into the field of play. Right. Mm-hmm. If you run out of bounds and then touch the ball from out of bounds, yeah. it counts as a penalty like they kicked it out of bounds. Why? That is weird. Weird, right? What? Yeah, and somehow this guy on the Packers actually knew that. I, I come from an Eagles background where D- uh, Donovan McNabb didn't even know the rules of overtime. Right. Uh, somehow right. this guy... So he's running down the field, he steps out of bounds. No. And- no. No. Dude. He's waiting to field the kick. Okay. It comes down and naturally by itself and bounces he, in right, the end zone. I understand. Which he is clued in to that obscure a right. rule enough to know that if he runs out of bounds and jumps on the ball... They'll get flagged for being out of bounds. Right, which will be, a, instead of going to oh, the 25-yard nice. line, it goes to the 45-yard right. line. Unbelievable. That's, inc- that's, that's, that's incredible. I guess that's you know why the wow. Packers are a good organization. Maybe right. They, you know, are I, able to, I guess. I mean, the Eagles, they wouldn't even know. they just like let the ball stop. Yeah, you can just pick it up if you want it. I mean, that's coaching, too, right? I mean, that's coaching for, uh, you know, if your guy back there is, is fielding yeah. kickoffs, giving him uh, uh, options of what can happen during the game. That's incredible. That's what are the odds of that, though? The odds of a ball bouncing 
into the end zone and then back out again and then landing at the two and then it's close enough that you can be out of bounds and land on the ball, right? It, all those things had to happen. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, so he had to be out of bounds while jumping on the ball. Yep. I, I mean, what are the odds? I, which is why you would expect him not to be prepared for it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I, my, my instinct wow, there... that's really something. My instinct there would be to just pick the ball up and run with it. Be like, crap, yes. it's not a touchback anymore. Yes. Um, which I don't even... I don't, that's obviously... That's crazy. Of course, yeah. and it helped the Packers win, because the Pack was the main, the only bright spot of the weekend for me. They, they did win. Something else happened this weekend in football that I didn't... And I, I guess it happens more times than not that I, since I looked into it. But the Missouri Tigers won. 79 to nothing. Huge. They played to some blind team from Delaware. Right. Uh, the Delaware State School of the Blind. Yeah. Is what and, you know, so no big deal. 79 mm-hmm. to nothing. But they came back this out after halftime and mm-hmm. shortened the quarters. I've never seen that. I didn't know that okay. could happen. Did you know to about that? 10 minutes a quarter. They went from 15 minutes a quarter to 10 minutes per quarter. For the third and fourth quarter. Why? Because what? one team so was so far, far ahead at halftime. That they shortened the game for the for the losing team. Now I looked it up. I was like, "Come on, what's How the rule?" How weird is that? I've never, I've never heard of that. Now apparently it's happened quite a bit. In fact, uh, it's happened this year, hasn't it? Where they and they shortened them to twelve minutes. Yeah, to twelve yeah. minutes because of weather and it has to be between both teams and the officiating. They all have everybody to agree. has to agree, right? And everybody did agree on this. Like we're going to shorten the game. Uh, if that, is that okay with you guys? Yes. So both sides okay. say yes. What they shortened the game? Yeah. Is that weird? That's so weird. That is so. I never heard. I had no idea. I had not either. Now look, when you play a football game, the rules are: it's a sixty-minute game. It should still be sixty minutes. (laughs) I don't care if you're behind two hundred to nothing. Which what it it may have been. It might have at the end of the game. But look, so Missouri paid you five hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars to show up and get your ass kicked. Show up and get your butt kicked. That's what we paid you. Come on, let's go. Right. Otherwise, don't come and play. That is bizarre. Well, yeah, sure is. really um, weird. Especially like if you're, um, I don't know what the line was on that game. It probably was 50 points, though. And oh, you know, yeah, it it's probably 45, 50 points. Yeah. So if you have money on that game, you're thinking like, I want the extra minutes for at least a chance for them to come back or at least score a couple of BS touchdowns, right? <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. Did, I, I was watching the end of the Cowboys game last night, um, which they won handily against yeah, the, the Bears, who were terrible. But it was 31-17, and the well, Bears were driving. Dallas was just that good. No, because the Eagles beat beat up on them as well. Um, but they, they uh, showed uh, the uh, as they're driving down, they're like at the yeah, I don't know, fifteen yard line or something. It's thirty-one seventeen, and Al Michaels is like, "Well, there's a lot of people still watching this game. I promise you." Uh, because the line was seven, so like it was thirty-one twenty-four means everyone gets a push instead of a loss. Uh, so uh, and he kept he kept referring to it. He's like, a lot of people who read certain areas of the newspaper are very interested mm. in this particular touchdown. The only reason they're still here. Yeah. One more slightly obscure uh, football note that I found interesting. I was just checking some height. I, I go through. I'm just obsessed with with uh, all my football teams, and and once in a while I check the high school games from like my old school, yeah, or places where I've lived previously, just to see what's going on because I became interested while I was there. Anyway, I was checking on some scores in uh, Utah, and I found there was a, a team two two teams in uh, suburban Salt Lake City were playing each other, Jordan and Taylorsville. And Taylorsville scored 83 points in a game. I hate those guys from Taylorsville and I hate lost. Them. <laughs> they, what? they scored 83 points at lost, lost of the game. How bad 91-83 was the final score. Did they go to overtime? No, it was not overtime. 
No. Wow. Did they that lengthen amazing? the quarters? <laughs> no, they didn't. I mean, they must have played absolute zero defense. I, it's hard to score. The, yeah. the quarterback on the winning team had like f- almost 500 yards passing and 250 rushing. Just oh himself. God. Oh, my God. I mean, I think they had like 1,800 yards total offense or something between them. It was an unbelievable, the uni- unbelievable score. The University of Houston uh, scored in the 90s uh, once uh, with the David Clicker oh, years. Oh, I remember that. Um, yeah. yeah. They, they, like 91, I think. Yeah, 91-20 or 91, something like that. Yeah, but at least the, but the losing team didn't score. 83, that is running gun. That's the sort of football I like <laughs> yeah. right there. I can watch every, every game 91-83. I'm Definitely. fine with it. That'd be fun. All right, triple eight seven twenty seven Beck is the phone number. Uh, let's tell you about uh, Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile a company that uh, takes your principles seriously. Not everybody does. What? Not everybody does, but some people do. And Patriot mm-hmm. Mobile, I really like these guys because they are doing something important. When you subscribe to a phone service, which everybody at this point pretty much does. Uh, some of that money is going to their charitable arms, and those charitable arms, whether you like it or not, yeah, whether you like it or not. They don't tell you about it, but, I mean, you can find it on their websites if you look. Um, and a lot of that money goes to, you know, some of it goes to good causes. A lot of it goes, though, to really liberal causes, uh, things like Planned Parenthood and other liberal mm. sort of charities. You know, a lot of, a lot of uh, pro-global warming stuff so they can feel good about that. themselves, all that crap. Um, and you're really left without a choice, so your money kind of indirectly is funding the things you stand against. Yeah, maybe even Hillary Clinton. So the great thing is you have a choice. You have Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile offers nationwide talk and text with high-speed 4G LTE data at competitive prices. They're going to be lower prices than what you're paying now, and then they donate 5% of your monthly bill to a conservative organization of your choice. Yeah, same quality service, all the latest and greatest phones, all the stuff you need, and you get the cause as well, which is kind of nice. That's the conservative values that you believe in. Why not support them? Go to patriotmobile.com slash blaze, patriotmobile.com slash blaze, or call them at 877-367-7524. 877-367-7524 for Patriot Mobile. Uh, it's Pat and Stu, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Uh, clueless iPhone 7 owners destroying their new handsets after a YouTube prank tricked them into drilling their own headphone jack. I mean, that's pretty stupid. Real stupid. Really stupid. Uh, a prank video was released telling people they can create their own headphone jack by <laughs> drilling into their phone and people believed it. Really kind of funny, though. Yeah, sort of. While I'd be pissed, though, for a $700 phone. Now I've ruined it. Uh, the majority of viewers were not taken in by the wind-up video, which has been viewed more than 8 million times. Some have been left scratching their heads after the uh, destructive do-it-yourself adjustment made no difference. Uh, here's a look at the video. What is up guys, TechRex here. So a lot of people have been complaining recently that the new iPhone 7 lacks the headphone jack. It's something that's been on every generation model iPhone. 
it's not there anymore. You got to use an adapter or you got to wait until the $159 wireless earpods that you might drop and somebody's going to step on. So I found a perfect solution to this problem, guys. It's a very simple tutorial. Just follow along, guys. I don't even have to talk here. So now if it starts doing this, guys, this is perfectly normal. This means you're on your way to getting a brand new headphone jack. Come on now. That's funny. That is, that is unbelievable. Oh, that's great. That is funny. <laughs> and just like that, guys, you have your brand new, fully built 3.5 millimeter headphone jack. And best of all, you can take your headphones, uh -huh. the ones you've always loved and known, you plug it in, right in. <laughs> turn on the iPhone, uh -huh. you swipe, right. you play your favorite song. And you enjoy the music. <laughs> Wait, it's not going through the headphone. That's fantastic. That is brilliant. If you That's took brilliant. your phone and yeah. put a and drill in it, it, you deserve what you get. No question about it. You yeah. deserve what you get. There's no doubt about it. Uh, James Siha or Sija wrote, I, tr I tried this and ended up with display destruction and it not working. <laughs> I really committed the biggest mistake of my life by watching the video. Or as he put it, the his video. <laughs> the his video. <laughs> David Iriate posted, A friend of mine told me it worked for him, but my iPhone won't turn on after I drilled the hole for the jack. I checked, <laughs> and it was the three and a half millimeter drill, so I made no mistake there. What happened? Any of you have the same problem? <laughs> Come on now. That's un seriously since unbelievable. Some, Mark Johnson, since some people are still having issues, a bit of advice. The guy seems to have missed the part about cleaning the phone after drilling, right? <laughs> I mean, you got to wipe it off, get rid of some yes. of the shavings. Yes, right. In order to clean out the three and a half millimeter socket of debris from the drill, you need to soak. <laughs> it is great. People playing along, obviously. In order to in order to clean out the three and a half millimeter socket of debris from the drill, you need to soak the phone in soapy yes. water for around fifteen minutes. So all the drill shavings are loosened. Then give the phone a shake once you're done. Hope this helps someone. <laughs> Smiley face. Uh, I mean, come on now. Seriously? Yeah. Th if you believe that, and if you do that, you deserve your $700 phone being destroyed. You absolutely go complain to someone else. That is <laughs> just bad. stupid. So uh, what have you got for us today, uh, Jeffy? You got anything uh, brilliant that... Uh, I mean, brilliant saying? is such a strong word. Well, it's way too strong a word for what you might bring to the table. Brilliant is such a... Do you have anything acceptable? Should have been maybe the, the question. Here are some stories that Jeffy found and felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk anymore. <laughs> As usual. As usual. One of the weirdest stories that I saw uh, this weekend was... When you go to a hotel, I mean, we always hear about uh, people traveling and they make requests. And even, you know, big artists always make requests and they have to have the special water and they want the special mm -hmm. drink. They want the special candy. Well, this couple uh, was traveling uh, the Friedland 
couple, and he wanted to impress his wife. And apparently uh, the wife uh, is a big fan of uh, Jeff Goldblum. Okay. So she had, he had the hotel put Jeff Goldblum pictures mm-hmm. around the entire room. Nice. And the pictures here, mm-hmm. I don't know that there would be someone else I would think of, I think. I don't know who it would be. Mm-hmm. But it wouldn't be Jeff Goldblum that I'd no. want pictures of around my hotel room. No. But uh, the wife was uh, rather impressed with, uh, with the, the loving husband. Mm-hmm. And? And? Uh, so, that's she's, it? She still likes Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> okay. And she still loves her husband. That's and it. I had this story for Stu. I'll have to save it for him. But, I mean, the, uh, they've just had uh, some studies. Uh, and it's from the University of Missouri. Mm-hmm. Uh, they found that uh, plants... Um, they can become defensive when they're being eaten, and uh, they can hear themselves being eaten. They can hear, they can themselves, hear themselves be yeah. eaten. Yeah, so, a, I mean, a plant. A plant. So, like my broccoli hears itself being that, well. Maybe I mean yeah, Well, it does if it's still alive. If it's raw, I mean, if it's cooked, you've already you've murdered it. No, it's dead. What kind of stupid study is <laughs> claiming that? Look, most people don't give a second thought when tucking into a plate of salad, but uh, perhaps they should be a bit more considerate when chomping on the lettuce. Um, are, they, they, are they doing this for, for other pieces of lettuce or for the lettuce you're consuming at that point? Yes. Are they saying that other lettuce is hearing you eat lettuce and so now it's afraid and you've made it uncomfortable? Or I, I... No, the particular, the particular lettuce you're eating. Okay. The head of lettuce that you're eating is is making us a, a defensive sound and wanting to trying to stay alive. The actual respond defensively to the sounds of themselves being eaten. And do what? What do they do about it? Because I I've they, never well, noticed. You can't. First of all, we, first of all, they need to speak up because I never hear it. <laughs> I don't hear it either. I, I mean, I don't think I've ever heard. It. Of course, I eat very little. Uh, I was going to say it's very it. few vegetables. <laughs> anything green, been, I don't want anything to do with. I know it. it's difficult to tell. It's been quite, quite some time since I've had some lettuce. Yeah, I you know look, I know, uh, but uh, they need. To, but I, I am around a lot of people that do. And I've never heard, you know, sat across from someone eating a salad and having no. the salad go, ah! I have not heard that either. Right. <laughs> not, right. Gotta believe I've never heard that. Now, you gotta believe that's, that's some good study money there, though. Oh, yeah. How much did they Come spend on, on that study? I don't know. It didn't say the amount that they've spent on it from Unreal. the University of Missouri, but that is, whatever they spend on it, too much. I mean, look at all the stuff coming out of the University of Missouri. You gotta stop being a fan. That is one stupid. <laughs> One stupid university. I mean, unbelievable. I'm pretty close. Did you see the the latest uh, st- the latest survey they did on NFL football players and who is the most they did the most disliked player in the NFL? If you nice. had to guess who um, that might be right now, well, right now that's a pretty easy guess. Who do you think it is? Uh, it's got to be Kaepernick, right? It is. Call it Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, it's easy. That's yeah. That's an easy guess by far. I don't know. I don't know who'd be number two after him though. Uh, okay, so so I wouldn't if Colin wasn't the most hated guy because I mean that's pretty easy. I don't yeah. I, I don't know that I could tell you who would be number one. Well, Colin uh, Colin was by far and away uh, he was seven percentage points ahead of yeah. second place. So out of eleven hundred Americans polled, eleven hundred that's a pretty good survey yeah. size. Twenty nine percent cited Kaepernick as the most sure. disliked. Number two, Jameis Winston. 
Oh, so that, yeah. I mean, I, he's I a douche. can't stand that guy. Yeah, he's been a putt since college. Number two at 22%, Indomitian Sue. Yeah. You probably didn't another, think of, but he... Another putt's from college, is, man, from the University of Nebraska. Hate that guy. I, I, he steps on people on purpose. Yeah. He kicks them. Uh, I mean, he's... My son played against him, I think, for one year. One year they were up against each other. Oh, yeah, they because Missouri was probably played Nebraska. Yeah. yeah, when my son was playing for Missouri. Yeah, he was... He's, and he wasn't a good guy then. I mean, no, he's, he wasn't. And, I mean, Sue is good at what he does. He's just a bad guy. Seems like a bad... And... And yet, for some reason, he continues to get sponsorships. He sure does. All the time. He's got a lot of sponsors. He sure does. That's because he does it on the football field, Pat. Right. I guess so. Um, then, at number four, so those are the top three. At number four, Patriot quarterback Tom Brady at 13%. What? What do you hate? Well, I guess the cheating thing. Because he's so good. Maybe the deflate gate. Because he looks so good. And he's so... Such a great quarterback. You know what? That might be it. He's got so much money. He's got he's the beautiful got wife. The beautiful wife. He's got, the he's got four <laughs> Super Bowl rings. And people just get tired of, uh, you they know, sure do. all of that. And, and, it could, and it very well between and that jealous. and the cheating. Yeah. Oh, and, man. And the cheating. Yeah. Factor. I mean, you know, the alleged cheating. Then there's Ben Roethlisberger, who's also been accused of uh, well, like, that was a questionable forcing himself on women. Yeah. That kind of that went away, though, right? It did. It well, obviously not. Turned you're still not bringing to it up. Be. You don't even know what it is, and you're bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> Big Ben. I think there was some rape talk a few years ago, wasn't there? Oh, maybe it went away. I mean, it's still there. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Uh, more patents too is inevitable. <laughs> I mean, you have one little rape comment against you the whole world. And well, yeah, it Man. sticks with you for life. It, right. Sticks with you for life. Never get rid of that thing. Stu, hi. Um, thank you for having us here at your in your home or on your phone or on your iPad. That's the beauty of technology today. You can have us wherever you want. Hey, we, we know. You know I mean? And I, look, we know this statistically. We know mm-hmm. some of you are watching this while sitting on the crapper right now. Oh, my. Um, we'd, we'd appreciate it. And, we, and we're talking to you. Remember, these cameras work mm-hmm. two ways. We can see what you're doing. And we don't appreciate it. A little respect. Mm-hmm. Maybe go in the, in the commercials or something. Right. I mean, it's, it's just basic respect. It's a good point. I don't even go off. I, again, I'm on my high horse again, aren't I? Yeah. yeah but it's, uh, I mean, again, that's a horse so high that you can't <laughs> even get on it with a, with a, with a ladder. Who doesn't, I, who doesn't aspire to get on a higher horse? I know I do. I know I sure as hell do. I'll tell you that. Mm. Well, no, Every you're saying day you goes by, I want to be on a higher horse. No, you want to be high on horse. That's something totally different. <laughs> Oh. Well, he rode through the desert on a, a horse, horse with no desert. name. I heard that. But he did feel good to be out of the ring. Yes, it did. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've heard that in the desert, you can remember your name because there, there ain't no one for to give you no pain. So. Hmm. Uh, well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, uh, no, did you guys talk about North Korea yet? We have not. No, North Korea. This is you an want interesting to talk story. About North, yeah. Korea? North Korea's websites uh, were leaked. After an engineer in the, in the U.S. sent North Korea an automated request to access all the domains under their main system, uh, the server normally programmed to reject such a request, but this time something went wrong and it was granted. Many of the websites have soon, since been taken down, but there are a total in the country of 28 websites, which, by the way, is more websites than we probably need. 
Because uh, <laughs> uh, I really, I probably go to about 10. 28 websites. There's only 28 websites, though. Uh, I think of that, though. I mean, that is unbelievable. But they, I will say that, that they've advanced quite a bit. There's 25 million people who live there. And now 10 to 20,000 actually have web access. <laughs> so that's pretty good. I mean, if you think about it that way. I so mean, there's only 10 to 20,000 people that can even access the 28 websites yes. they have access to. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Websites dedicated to news, <laughs> charity, film, education, sports, food, and even social networking. You know, I was, I was um, uh, someone, um, I don't know, somebody I follow on, on, on the Twitters posted a link to um, their Periscope. They were Periscoping something. And I clicked on the Periscope, and I realized I hadn't been on Periscope in a while. Uh, I just kind of wanted to see what was going on over there. And they have this interesting feature that if you click the little globe Mm -hmm. on your Periscope page, uh, you get, or on the app, I mean, you get a map of of the world, which I didn't, I was not aware of. So if you go around and you go to areas where... Like, of course, I had to look at, like, Turkmenistan. You know, mm-hmm. like, well, what's going on in these weird areas? And I was like, I should look at North Korea. So I went to the North Korea one. There was one person who was actually periscoping, periscoping from North Korea. I'm like, how the hell do you pull that off? Wow. Not to mention, aren't you dead the next day? You're periscoping from, from North Korea? And it was like, it was nothing of note. It was just a bunch of people, like, inside a room doing, like, it looked like gymnastics or something. Might have been, uh, might have been Kim himself saying, "Hey, look at me, KJU." <laughs> well, man. I like that. It might have been. Who knows? But yeah, only twenty-eight uh, actual uh, websites. Which wow. Is, uh, I mean, you know, you joke mm. about we only use ten, but I mean, think about how the world has changed because there's so much competition and so many people saying different things. I mean, you're at the point where you could probably freaking get a reality show contestant elected president now. I think the world no, we're not. It's not that ridiculous, is it? <laughs> it's that ridiculous. Only a forty-eight point one percent chance. Of it. So, <laughs> but what are there? One point five billion websites now That's available. Would know better than me, probably. I don't know the total number of websites, but there's you whatever, whatever the total is, you it have, ain't enough. You have more than twenty-eight by yourself. Yeah, right? There's no question about that. The Jeffy Empire. <laughs> I mean, how many fetishes? With the very are there, fetish, right? yeah, yeah, the variable fetishes and whatnot. You must have Look, hundreds. I, you know. Hundreds. I'm here to serve, and people don't need to feel strange about what they, what they believe in. <laughs> that's really, beautiful. Thank that, you. That thank you. That's, that's, <laughs> thank you. Oh, that's you nice. Guys, oh, you've got to... This reminds me. <laughs> you have to see. And I don't even know if you're able to get through it. You have to see Gringo, the, uh, odd, or the odd but true story of John McAfee. New documentary. Oh, oh I, I, I want to yeah. see that. I Wow. Wow. I mean, first of all, because if you don't know who John McAfee is, he's a guy who did McAfee antivirus, um, built a fortune on that, became very uh, quirky, Mm -hmm. uh, quirky enough to uh, eventually become a guy who was charged or not charged with uh, suspected of murdering his neighbor in Belize. Now, as you know, I have an affinity for Belize. And what was the deal between him and his neighbor? Why would he Um, even be suspected of such a thing? The the long story short, uh, McAfee built up a big like uh, security apparatus around him as he lived there, multimillionaire living in an impoverished country, hired basically mm-hmm. every terrible person from around town uh, to be a security guard, gave them automatic weapons, and, and then also uh, acquired a lot of random stray dogs that uh, he just okay. would release right. um, around his neighborhood. 
Um, and the reason, you know, the suspected reason was that basically he had this beachfront near his house and he didn't want anyone on it. So he figured if I, you know, have a bunch of dogs running around, no one's going to want to. That's not the place, the part of the beach they're going to use. Mm-hmm. So his neighbor um, bought his house, which was a few hundred feet away, kind of specifically because he wanted to walk to a particular bar. So he was like, I want to live the life. I'm going to have a house down there, and so I can walk to this bar, have a bunch of drinks, and then stumble home drunk in the middle of the night. That was kind of like his life plan. I mean, he also worked around town and stuff, but like he wanted to have that option, which, okay, hey, it's his, it's his right. So, uh, but he had constantly had to walk through this part of the beach where all the dogs were, and he hated these freaking dogs because he constantly had to deal with them as he was walking home. So he apparently told some people around town that, I hate these dogs so much, I'm going to poison them. And then one day, they all turned up poisoned. In fact, he may, I, th- I believe he told people the night before they were, he, they were yeah. poisoned that he was going to poison them. So it was mm. pretty clear he was responsible for it. Okay. Uh, a, approximately 24 to 48 hours later, uh, the guy who poisoned the dogs turned up dead. Uh, and this wow. guy with all the hardcore uh, security oh, that's people. That's a coincidence, huh? It, right. Ex- that's kind of how McAfee wow. is, is explained it. Wow. Who knew? I don't think so. I just executed. <laughs> That's a um, shame. Sorry. Yeah. So, but what was interesting about this, because this story has and been... And what told. How did he die? Uh, gunshot shot? to the back of the head. Okay. Uh, he was executed. Is it an um, accident? Is it possible he could have killed himself and then dragged no. himself yes, to a different room? It is possible. It's possible, because he was dragged. Uh, okay. The blood he was? was dragged, yeah. On the, you could oh, see wow. he was dragged on the, on the floor. Same with Vince Foster. Huh? Same exact story almost. <laughs> same story. Except <laughs> Foster was shot. I think he shot himself three or four times in the head. Right, yes. No, dragged himself I, clear across the street. I don't know how many times this guy was shot. So that was the first time it's ever happened. No, right. it's not the first. So there's precedent for it. So anyway. McAfee went on the run. Yeah. Uh, it was a huge story at the time. He like was right after, in. right? Yeah. He was calling in from different places. Yeah. Um, and eventually, was at, which is a detail in the documentary I did not know, was one of the reasons his location was discovered <clears throat> is because he did an interview with Vice, <clears throat> um, with a tech guy at Vice, <clears throat> who posted a picture of him and McAfee together with GPS uh, ta- coordinates. Uh, coordinates, essentially tagged to it, which I guess if you don't turn that off on your phone, a lot of times your iPhone yeah. pictures will have that turned on. Hey, this is where this picture was taken. So the feds discovered it. The freaking tech guy dumb. from Vice really didn't know how to turn that off. Or maybe he did it intentionally. Who knows? So they found him. He, he went through extradition or whatever, got back to the United States, lived here, never faced the, the, the music in Belize for it at all, then wound up running for president. We had him on the show just a few yeah. months ago. Uh, ran for president as the libertarian. Uh, we actually nominee. asked him about it. Yeah. And he, and gave, he, had, he gave a pretty convincing yeah, he answer. Yes, that, he did. Oh, the Belizeans were pissed off at me and they threatened me openly right. that they were going to do something and... And then they did. Right. He said that he, he asked for, they asked for a donation. He said, screw off. And then they, and they so started they, raiding him and, yeah. and, and finding illegal guns and all of these things. Yeah. So, uh, and anyway, pinned this on him somehow. I think it's Showtime. Yes, it was it where it aired. It was yes. Showtime. Okay. Um, where it aired. And it's, it's a woman who decided to do documentary on this guy um, and basically got access to everybody around him. It's a fascinating story because... The guy who ran his mm. house in Belize, the guy, his personal security guards, they found them all. Mm. Uh, not all of them, but I mean a lot of them. And the mm-hmm. ones, the guy who specifically is believed to have actually committed the murder for McAfee, yeah. um, they got him on camera twice to talk about it. Uh, and uh, and incredible. has he been charged or anything? He has never been charged because no. they've never okay. been able to talk to him. 
They've recently tried to go to the through the FBI to so is he help too help. in the United States or where is oh, he? Oh, I'm sorry. The, no, uh, those guys are in Belize. No, uh, he has not been charged with it in Belize. Okay. But he, in the documentary, winds up leaving Belize because I think he's realizing, oh crap, I better get out of here. But I mean, watching it gives you the incredible uh, suspicion that this actually did happen. He got pissed. His dogs were poisoned. Wow. Sent his security guard over to get, shoot the guy in the back of the head. So let me get this um, straight. Uh, the no, guy. The guy wouldn't uh, donate to the government, and so they go after him. And now he's still, he leaves, he won't donate anything to the government, won't help him out, won't come back. And so they give access to some filmmaker, to everyone involved in the case. And 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 it's a surprise that he's made to look guilty. Well, they didn't give access. She found them. Whatever. I mean, she didn't go through the government offices. Oh, send me all your murderers. That's not how that... Belize, okay? (laughs) Okay. Look, I'm very pro-Belize, as you know. Uh, Yes, I know. Uh, That's that's part of the problem. So maybe I'm being... Part of the problem. I will say, though, it was interesting to see the people who were very loyal to him. Um, A lot of them weren't willing to necessarily give up the information, but were... You could. You got the impression by that just they their facial expressions. He did it. Yeah, either that they did it or that they wow. were involved. Wow, that's um, interesting. There was uh, one of the guys who ran the house, and he was the caretaker of the house, and was the guy responsible for. And the guy, the guy could have been the libertarian nominee for president. Yeah, he finished. They said in the documentary he finished second. I would say he actually finished third. Yeah, I think um, he was behind Peterson. He was wasn't behind he? Peterson as well. Yeah. But still, he was up. He was in the top three. Yeah. Um, and so, anyway, he, uh, the guy who ran the house and believed, uh, who had the, um, his job, among other things, was to take payments. And they, they went through in detail how he would essentially buy off police. And he was, this was pretty, uh, somewhat of an open secret there. Like that yeah. he would, big donations of boats and, and supplies and money to police and other security people around town so he could basically do really whatever something. he wants. And the, real what? He said really something. Oh, okay. I thought you called him a name. No, that no, sounds no, like no, a good no. guy. No, I mean it, it's very similar to the guy, the DHL guy. Um, yeah, uh, the guy Larry Hillbloom or whatever who moved to an area where like there wasn't really a ton of laws, became by far the mo- the richest guy in town, basically bought political influence and, and everything, and was able to kind of do whatever he wanted, included with with McAfee bringing tons of women and everything else um, to try to give him the crazy lifestyle. They go into a lot of detail about what that lifestyle was, and some of it's very disturbing. Really? Very disturbing. Uh, weird guy. Even a Jeffy. Just a weird it's borderline guy. even for a Jeffy website, I will wow. say. Anyway, the bo- oh. what I was trying to say, what, we get, what I was trying to get to, I don't even think you host this stuff. You probably do. You probably don't host all of it. Um, they said that he, he was supposed to give payments to the various you know security apparatus, and they'd give they'd make they were saying twenty five to forty or forty five dollars a day. A lot of these guys were making, which was big time money in this area. To them, yeah. Um, one guy got a payment for five thousand dollars the day of the murder, and that's the guy they suspected. What a coincidence! Yeah. He's like, uh, I don't know. I don't remember getting any. Uh, payment. Uh, I need to leave Belize. It was <laughs> pretty amazing. I mean, it's really worth watching. Uh, I did, well, of course, I did get him a really delicious coffee that day. Uh, maybe he really <laughs> liked it a lot. No, that's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I got was a bonus for that. Really incredible. And they also that's had, amazing. Uh, you know, I'm going on about this now. You get, need to watch it. But they also had the woman 
who went down with him. When he first moved to Belize, it was under the auspices of, I'm going to create all these new medicines, and I, I'm going to use jungle plants to create these new uh, cures yeah, for all these there, illnesses. Done that. Right, yeah. Uh, uh, but had, <laughs> right. actually hired a microbiologist <laughs> to go down there with him, and it seemed like uh, it was like promising. And she was like, well, we didn't have anything. We didn't have any successes. And he was just telling me to, like, just pour some different colored dyes into water so it looks like we have something that I can hold up as the interviews would come around. <laughs> so he was holding up, like, blue dye in, a, in water. Oh, and just, like, man. Well, what's he supposed to do? Lie? Um, no, no. So he's true? supposed to not That's take the interview was... if he doesn't want to tell. Yeah. Forget it. Uh, well, really interesting. I, I called Gringo on Showtime. Yeah. Okay. More Pat and Stu coming up. Definitely. Mm-hmm. 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 Welcome back to the program. Activity trackers might not help you lose weight, um, which is known by everyone who's ever had an activity tracker. But there's a study now that says it as well. Uh, and I actually really like the activity tracker thing. because That I just like, w- tells you how many steps you've taken Yeah, that it tells day or all whatever. sorts of different things. Um, yeah. Your uh, heart rate. It can be your heart rate. It can be uh, you know your calorie intake or whatever. Mm. I mean, they can't measure that with the activity tracker. But like those sorts of things. Yeah. Um, you know, some of it can be just you're entering it. Or it could be like a pedometer, like you're saying. Mm-hmm. The, the, the issue there is I like stats. So I like stats about my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting if you look back, like I, uh, you know, um, you have like, you, if you look back and see it, how fat you were at different times or mm-hmm. like, Hey, here's the thinnest I've been. Or, uh, here's, look how fast I gained weight after that Thanksgiving. It's just entertaining. <laughs> it's entertaining if you're thinner than when you were fat, but when you're fatter than when you were fat, it's not as entertaining. Although it does it's not hor- as pleasing it, 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 an experience. It, it gives you the proper sense of uh, being horrified yeah. to motivate yeah. action. Sometimes okay. I've noticed like, I'm like, Holy crap. This is the, Oh no. Like those moments are, are positive for for yeah. me, because it's the only thing that turns me around. I, I was just I was just talking to uh, Glenn a little bit earlier today, and we were uh, going to be on the uh, the think tank thing that they do tonight, um, and we were talking about just how you get, like h- how that moment where we did that show a few months ago, where we were looking back at our previous oh, yeah, yeah. previous video, mm-hmm. and it was just like the worst moment of my life. <laughs> and See, again, I've had a good life, but it's like it was just like holy crap, like. I'm going the wrong direction. Fast. Right. Well, see, the, some people have uh, an opposite reaction. Like, you know, people put, uh, they want <laughs> pictures of themselves up uh-huh. on the refrigerator to remind them and say, oh, no, I don't want to look like that. Some people may see those fat pictures and go, holy crap. No, I'm That's, just too fat. I uh, might as well go for it. I'm just going to have some ice cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, both, I think both theories are pretty legit. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I think it can happen because I've, I've had those moments where I'm like, what, why do I even give a crap? Mm-hmm. And you can just give up. That's probably why the study showed that there wasn't really a change because some people were like really motivated <laughs> them and some people did the opposite. Well, well, I think some of the study was also they were saying that uh, people would look at the fitness tracker and say, hey, I walked an extra 10,000 steps today. I can eat more. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. problem is mine would show, hey, you walked 14 steps today. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Whoa. Good. Okay. Hey. Well, no wonder I'm so exhausted. <laughs> 14? That's... <laughs>